Good morning, my name is Umberto Mucci. This is With Italian News, a podcast regarding Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Wednesday, July 29, and uh, this is the last week of With Italian News before the summer break. Luckily, the, vir- the virus situation in Italy continues to be quite good for the moment. The epidemiological situation in Europe instead is quite different, and in the last 14 days there have been significant increases such as those in Romania, Spain and Bulgaria. This is interesting for Italy also because from Romania and partly Bulgaria arrived many women workers who take care of Italian elderly people. And in the past day it has been verified that some of them arrived by bus without any control on departure or arrival. Italy has to be worried about these things also because these people come into contact with our elderly who are the most at risk. Quarantine should probably be mandatory for those returning from these countries. In the meantime, from today, they will be swapped. 175 Italian companies that have delocalized their production abroad have decided to return to our country. Data on Europe from 2015 to 2018 show Italy in the lead behind only Great Britain by number of companies returned to their original country, a figure that has now accelerated due to the coronavirus. The number of 117 could could actually be very underestimated because there is no obligation to communicate this, while some companies do not want to let people know that they have brought production back to Italy so as not to have to admit that they made the wrong decision when they left. The Italian Parliament should approve today the extension of the state of emergency until October 15. With the extension, public and private sector workers will be able to continue smart working until the end of the state of emergency. After that, new criteria will be established which will have to be agreed with the unions. The state of emergency also makes it possible to carry out tenders for the supply of the equipment needed to restart the school with simplified and accelerated procedures. More generally, there are various rules and situations for which, in view of an autumn that is expected to be complicated and dangerous if the contagions were to restart, the government wanted to maintain a situation that allows rapid action. A situation that exists for emergencies but by October 15 it will have been enforced for more than seven months. Another reason for prolonging the state of emergency is the concern to give the wrong signal with the risk of, of lowering of the level of attention and respect for the precautionary rules. According to a study by Coldiretti, the association representing Italian farmers, some food imported from abroad into Italy, an irregular presence of chemical residues was found more than three times more than those made in Italy. In particular, foreign vegetables sold in Italy are more than eight times more dangerous than the average national product. This is one more reason to buy made in Italy, both here in Italy and abroad. Please, buy made in Italy. In Italy, the law provides for the obligation to indicate the country of origin on the label for the majority of foods on sale. Italian agriculture is the greenest in Europe, with 5,155 traditional food products surveyed, 304 specialties with geographical indication recognized at EU level, and 524 top EGP wines and almost 60,000 organic farms. But Italy is able to provide only for 75 of its consumption and depends on foreign countries for almost all agricultural products, from meat to milk to cereals, except only for wine, fruit, and poultry meat. A problem that already existed in Italy before the COVID, but which today is even more serious, is that of the immigration emergency from Africa. As with other topics dealt with in politics, I tried to talk about it in a neutral way. The geographical position of Italy puts us at the center of this problem. Almost all Italians understand that, uh, of course, we can leave people running away from wars or hunger to die in the middle of the sea. Of course we cannot. But we can even welcome and keep everyone here. We cannot. Not that this is all they want. The majority want to go to other parts of Europe. 
It was already a gigantic problem before the COVID. Now, as you can imagine, it is even more so. There are agreements with the governments of North Africa, but in reality, these are very difficult things. And unfortunately, in those countries, there are detention camps where migrants are treated in a very inhuman way, unacceptable. Even in the reception facilities in Italy, the condition of how these migrants are kept is not even remotely acceptable, even not that bad as in Africa. There are too few spaces, too little money, and even a general too little desire to keep people coming from another continent. But there are, there are also many Italians with a big heart who do a lot to help these people. However, to use an Italian saying, it is like trying to empty the sea with a bucket, svuotare il mare con un sacchiello. It's impossible. A few days ago, as sometimes happens, some of these migrants escaped from the structures where they were kept, also because of the necessary quarantine. If it is understandable, given the real, really difficult conditions in which they are kept, it is equally understandable that even in this case, all had tested negative. In times of coronavirus, it is unacceptable to have people who may be contagious and who have no way to get food or drink, desperately wandering around the country. The government sent the army to Sicily, where these structures are. It's a real shame because we're talking about innocent people who is fleeing from war and hunger, and as humans we have to help them. But also a problem that is probably impossible to solve. Italians are doing what they can, many of us with great sacrifice and a really wonderful heart, but it's never enough. It's too big a problem, especially now, to be left to volunteers or even to a single state. Today I want to briefly tell you two beautiful Italian stories, both about a graduation, but very different from each other, or maybe not that much. The first is that of Adriana, a beautiful 23-year-old girl from Cerignola in Puglia, who graduated in law by streaming online with her professors. 110 cum laude and academic acclaim, the maximum possible. Adriana discussed her thesis sitting at a table in a hospital room in Milan, Lombardy, together with her seriously ill sister, Sara, 14 years old. Adriana, for Adriana, it would have been impossible for her sister not to attend the graduation. And so, not being able to take her sister to the professors, she decided to take the professor to her sisters, to her sister, via computer, with the help of the whole hospital, which granted the necessary calm and silence and a good internet connection. Adriana says that Sara gave her strength, confidence, and love lying in her bed right next to her. Neither parent was present. The mother is also ill, so Adriana and her father shared their dues so that they could assist and take care of both of them. The second story is that of Giuseppe Paterno, who enrolled in history and philosophy in Palermo in 2017 and graduated today with an average of 29.8 out of 30. Giuseppe is the oldest student in Italian university. He is only 96 years and 10 months young. Giuseppe also graduated with 110 cum laude, but he did it in, in attendance, not online. He wrote his thesis with a letter of 22 typewriter by Olivetti, the most famous and glorious typewriter ever produced, and Italian excellence. Giuseppe comes from a very poor family and started working at the age of seven. Only when he was 16 could he start studying, and he managed to finish high school only at, at the age of 30, studying at night school. It was by chance that he graduated on the very day that, 14 years ago, he lost his wife. I apologize if there is a bit of the rhetoric here, but I wanted to tell you these two beautiful stories of two Italians who are so different, yet so alike. They represent the best part of Italy. I'm not ending uh, telling you please stay safe and stay healthy 
hopefully one day I'll end, but this is not that day. So please take care of yourselves. Uh, this was with, was with Italian News. My name is Umberto Mucci. I'll see you on Friday, the last day of Wini Italian News before the summer break. Uh, ciao from Rome.